Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we are rounding off our Julia Andrews themed month, January. I got it right on the first try, everybody. It's it's, it's a milestone here. Um, But yeah, uh, we're doing a movie that I don't think many people would guess we would do next after like um, Mary Poppins. Because like initially I would have been like, yeah, Sound of Music, but no, that's not what we're doing. We're doing Victor and Victoria. Victor, Victor, Victoria. (laughs) We got one or two. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's, based on or it's a remake of a 1933 german film victor und victoria i i I, the r's are wrong and i know it i'm sorry um but yes that is that is it do you have a history with this movie um not at all apart from like pop culture references and things i have never seen this in my entire life. No? Fair enough. Same. That's about it. <laughs> Do I mean, same. I also, like, I only know the name Victor Victoria because, you know, like, for instance, I think Violet Chachki in, like, one of the hundred seasons of um, RuPaul's Drag Race did a thing where they were wearing, like, half suit half dress and i'm pretty sure someone in the judges panel was like something about victor victoria and so i've that's what i associated it with just like a person wearing Uh both a a dress and a suit in in like being a woman on one side and a man on the other um i did not know how it would uh appear in the movie but i knew that it was a thing that happened at some point at the very least yeah exactly so yeah that's like the entire my entire history of it I, I love that while Julie Andrews is meant to be portraying someone from Poland, she just... I mean, the accents in this movie are really just... <laughs> I... Peak because... I had to check, like, several times what, like, country we're in. Because I was like... Because I remember a song about Paris, and then, like, halfway through the movie, I was like, are we in Paris? Are we still... Like, are we still in Paris? Did we move? Because, I mean, we're still, like, visiting the same spots, so we, we can't have moved. But why does it, why do I feel like we're not in Paris? Yeah, the, the accents are so all over the place. While this was made in 1982, there is a 1995 uh, Broadway musical version that is on YouTube. If people want, it was filmed specifically for, like, Japan media, but it's available there if you want to see Julie Andrews in a film stage version of this that has more songs Mm -hmm. but we're addressing the movie right now so oh my god the first five minutes roller coaster or like 10 minutes i don't know how long (laughs) it was but it was such a roller coaster i had so many emotions (laughs) (laughs) and i can pinpoint each one so initially you know we we we, uh we start with a scene of like Todd, Toddy, and a young 
hot guy. I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm like, um, initially, I'm just like, oh, shit, we're, we're just starting with the gay. I love this. And he's like, blah, 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 you're old, blah, blah, blah. Um, Toddy's like, you owe me money. And he's like, no, I don't. And then um, Toddy goes to the place that he works, where he, sing, where he sings. And we see Julie Andrews for the first time, and she's been hitting the notes. And I'm like, shit, this is amazing. I'm like, I'm, I'm still riding that roller coaster, and it's going up, right? And I'm like, yes, these notes. And then, like, she, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm like speeding past the beginning of the movie, but it's fine. Um, oh, no, it's, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, they're like, she's basically auditioning to sing there at this restaurant or lounge or whatever. And the guy's like, mm, you're too much of a singer. And she's like, well, yeah, I'm a trained singer. And, but I can like sing like I'm not. And he's like, no. Bye. And she's like, okay. And then she like sings this really high note. Um, she says something really sassy, but I can't remember. But and then she sings this really high note that like um, breaks glass, and it's like, ooh. And it, it's an introduction to something that comes back. Um, and then yeah, she leaves. We see her like outside of a restaurant, just staring at this man eating. And then immediately, this is when the roller coaster was going down for me because I hate the sound of someone eating loudly it was so very disturbing i could not look at the screen um i could just hear that there was tension being built um i'm assuming i have i literally don't know what happens i just i could hear him eating and i was just like it, i hate it i hate it i hate it, it it was a man eating an eclair he was just eating an it eclair so and getting through the eclair Ooh, so gross <laughs> Um, but then I looked back and she was on. She was being picked up off the floor, so I'm assuming she fainted because um, she's hungry. Yeah, it, it was such an interesting shot because they showed her like staring, like longingly, and it was getting, it was pulling closer and closer to her face. And then they turned, they kept interposing her and the food, her and the food, and then they turned back to where she's supposed to be. And there's no one there. Okay. It's just an empty screen. Holy and people that. are just like, one dude walks past and looks down and just keeps walking <gasps> and two people stop to help her. Oh my God. And then she goes to the place she's staying and the guy's like, you owe me rent. And she's like, and I'm like, sir, she, she can barely put a sentence together right now. I don't think you're going to get any rent from her because um, she looks like she hasn't eaten in weeks. She, she looks so weak. Um, anyways, he's like, I need the rent. Otherwise, you're out or I keep your shit. And she's like, I can't pay rent right now, basically. And she's like, maybe, you know, I could offer some services in exchange for being able to live here. And oh yeah, she sees him spaghetti. He's eating, oh, and he has his, his napkin, napkin. And she swipes, he she swipes the napkin and tastes, and she's like, "Oh, spaghetti! I'd give anything for a meatball." Yes, that's what she says. And uh, then she faints, and he's like, "Oh no, I've seen people faint before. You're not getting out of not paying me rent." And it's like, "Oh my God, relax." Um, and. Then he's like, well, anyways, you're up now. Let's have sex because that's what you were saying, right? And she's like, oh, I absolutely do not want to have sex. And this is this is the roller coaster. I'm still going down, by the way, because like we've gone from that eating scene that I hated. And now we're into like a very uncomfortable scene of this landlord trying to 
sexually assault a woman because he needs rent or whatever. And I'm like, no, I hate it. And I was like, I don't know where this movie's going. I was so terrified for like what the rest of the movie was going to be because of that moment. And I was just like, I, I don't know how I feel. Like we already like nixed the idea of um, watching Thoroughly Modern Millie because of like some questionably racist racist stuff that's possibly there. And mm-hmm. we just like sort of, we sidestepped it and we're like, yeah, Victor, Victoria, why not? And so like this scene happens and I'm like, I just, why was she put in these things? Um, but then, you know, that's over. He leaves or she leaves. She sees a cockroach and she screams and runs away. And then we see her at a restaurant. And now you may take over because my roller coaster has come to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm coasting. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so she she enters a restaurant. It looks like moderate, fancy, not like supremely, but just like you know, it's not it's not a shack. It's not like a diner. And she goes in. She gets a table. They don't seem to treat her any differently than the other clientele. And she seems to be wearing her best dress as she's there. And then we cut back to Toddy. Tati, who is a lounge performer um, at this club, and he's singing, oh, what is he singing? Gay Paris. What is the first thing? Gay Paris. Which I love. So I am just so in love with a lot of these actors. (laughs) (laughs) Just like their portrayal, their portrayals of these characters. Because like, I, I really... Some 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 musicals you watch and you just like you cannot connect with them on any level. And I was watching these characters and I'm like they're so funny. I want to be all of their friends. <laughs> it's just <laughs> insane to me. But he's singing and in comes Richard and his posse. I think. Oh, Richard! By the way, is the hot guy because I, I don't I didn't say his name earlier. The young hot guy. <laughs> He's he's not worth a name in this in this scene in the series of events. So he comes in with his posse, and while Toddy doesn't let it fully distract him, he does like give a bit of like cheeky banter. Please forgive me that I said the words cheeky banter in this podcast. I'm sorry, um, but he's giving a little banter back and forth. But they don't seem to be terribly amused. They don't find him funny, uh, and he verbally verbally like acute uh, questions one of them which causes one of the men at the table to like try to deck him and he ducks out of the way and then a fight ensues and yeah, yeah, it's just an something like um, in this nightclub because like this is yeah during that bit where he's just like interacting with that group of people he does say something because like he's saying something to someone and then one of the ladies is like very upset by it and she responds and he's like and he turns to a different man within that same group and is like why would you bring a mother to this place like a, a person so old and being like such a rough or i don't know i can't really remember what he says but he implies that this woman is old and therefore shouldn't be there which it's like she's he's only being mean you know because everybody's swapping insults um and then the fight ensues. <laughs> Oh, but also, Gay Perry, it, it, it sounds like. 
something something gay pari with a french accent i'm just like not doing it also i i love the active presence of like drag queens um and drag kings just yes within the club mm-hmm. just like it's just within the and i don't know if this was happening in 1934 but i just love it being like <laughs> yeah <laughs> accepted yeah. in paris society in parisian society at this time i probably should have looked that up before we recorded anyway um I mean, if the if you know ensues. as a person who's listening, and you're like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a Paris historian," you can you can let us know. <laughs> but yeah, the fight ensues. The police arrive. Um, it spills out into the street a little bit, and once the club is empty, uh, Labiès, who is the the owner, uh, goes back to Tati and essentially like kicks him out for inciting this because his club is now closed for a week thanks to this whole fight mm-hmm. <laughs> even though no one got seriously hurt it was enough so yeah. Tati is now fired from his job and he starts heading I guess home and looking through the window of the restaurant he sees Victoria Victoria who he saw once before at the audition for Labies, for the for the nightclub, and she is going to town. She is having roast beef. She is having the chicken. She is having the bouffe bourguignon. <laughs> she is just doing the. She's like, uh, what's the wine? And it's like we have a red and a white. <laughs> just like she's going for it. I don't know how she's gonna pay for it. Yeah, he's like, but he she's says going something for it. along the lines of like the red is cheaper, and she's like, that. Then I'll have the white. And I was like, girl, what lottery did you win between the last scene and this one? <laughs> like I was like, what's the plan here, girl? You're gonna need to pay. Are you gonna dine and ditch? Let's see. But yes. So Tati, Tati enters the restaurant. And initially, he only orders a small coffee, I think. But he engages in conversation with Victoria, who then proceeds to invite him to her table to eat uh, dinner with her. And she explains her plan that she has a bug in her back, a cockroach. This is the very cockroach from her rental room, I guess. And she plans to once they get to the salad portion of the meal to place the cockroach within the salad so that it causes a commotion and that she doesn't have to pay for the meal so with that plan in mind the two go ahead and eat i'm not sure how long they're there but when the salad arrives they attempt to proceed with the plan um, Victoria seems very nervous and tries to get Toddy to leave ahead of her and Toddy's like no I'll take it upon myself to do the placing um, you invited me to eat with you they release the cockroach and it causes a stir and the manager arrives but he does not believe that the cockroach was a part of the salad to begin with because this has happened to him twice before mm-hmm. and both previous times it was the customer who had placed the cockroach within the salad but the cockroach is now loose in the restaurant and even though this commotion is enough uh 
to give paws to their table. Now it has crawled through the leg of some random woman and this woman leaps up and screams and chaos I don't know what ensues. happens. Literally <laughs> everyone, everyone is like throwing things. But I, I guess like if you're in a restaurant and then like the woman in front of you screams because of a bug and you're like hmm, kind of questionable. That's kind of gross, but you know, one bug. And then another person down the the like two aisles later is like screaming as well because of a bug. Then you're like, actually, what if my food has bugs? So like I, I felt what <laughs> the chaos. I was like, ooh, I, I feel this, but I would not be in that restaurant anymore. Like the chaos is too much for me. Um, but yeah, they leave <clears throat> Victoria and Tati. Yep run out yep they they run out um in the chaos they head back to toddy's place um and they attempt to dry off because it was pouring with rain uh when they arrived they tried to warm up toddy seems to have a bit of a head cold at this point um and he and victoria engage in a bit of conversation about uh their lives and what's going on which i found so cute (laughs) Like, actually visually seeing a friendship build a star. So great. But then it... <laughs> like, they're, just like their banter, just... their, like, chemistry, and just, like, mm-hmm. as people, it's just... I, I, really, I did enjoy, like, just watching them converse and, like, interact with I each other. I think it's because... I, I, I think it's because they're actors playing struggling actors but also they just seem to have a a camaraderie with each other Mm. um being their characters and both being in similar situations right now because they're both out of a job yeah but uh toddy basically agrees to pay for her flat her rent for her flat because her apartment manager was keeping her things so she wouldn't run out so he agrees to pay her rent so that she can get her things because her clothes have been shrunk by the rain. So in order to do that or proceed with it, uh, Victoria, planning to dress in uh, the clothes that were left by Richard, uh, puts them on. But before she can leave, Richard arrives to pick up his things he's still he hasn't gone home apparently because he's still like bloodied from the fight yep. the night before <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile victoria and uh toddy have like showered and stuff so i don't get what happened with him he i guess he just maybe he spent the whole night in jail i don't know but he arrives and hearing him approaching victoria hides in the closet <laughs> she hides in the closet um <laughs> and when he has a bit of conversation with Toddy, he goes to open the closet and Victoria sucker punches him in the nose as he arrives and then proceeds to physically kick his butt out of the apartment. Mm. Toddy, on seeing Victoria like in the full outfit, in these clothes, um, and hearing her angry voice, which sounds a bit deeper and masculine, he just the idea blossoms in his head that Victoria would make a wonderful drag artist (laughs) but as a woman pretending to be a man pretending to be a female impersonator Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Victoria, unsurprisingly, is not a fan of this initially, but she goes along with Toddy's suggestion. She allows him to cut her hair to be a more masculine style haircut, and they proceed to attempt to pass her off as Count Victor Grzynski uh, from Poland, who And is... not one person questions that accent. Not one. Well, I think they don't have legs to stand on because everyone speaks with an American accent in Paris. Yep. So maybe we're just yeah, meant yeah. to <laughs> just just leave that. They're like, actually, alone. yeah, but, look, if we point that out, everybody's going to be questioning everybody else. <laughs> this is true. But the thing that I question is because they say that they're going to proceed with the idea that he, he Victor, does not uh, speak much English. That's what they're going to go for because she still has like a fairly feminine voice. So they're going to say Victor doesn't speak much English. And they maintain that for like the first scene. Um, so he, he, he manages to get booked as Victor with um, Andre Cassel, who is like an agent. Oh, yeah. Which, by and... the way, that scene with that, like a man, because like basically... They go in to see the um, agent or whatever, and the receptionist is like, he's unavailable. Um, he's busy. And, like, um, Toddy's like, ah, I'm a friend of his. We're really close, yada, yada. And she's like, well, if you were that close, you would know that he's he has his haircut, like, or it's his haircut, right? Like, he has a haircut every Tuesday yes, or haircut. whatever it is. Yeah. And... Um, then a different man comes in and is like, I am here to see the the agent guy. And um, she's like, yeah, he's busy. And he's like, well, then I'll perform for you. And then he proceeds to climb on the table. And, and it's just like chaos once more. <laughs> um, and yeah, Victor and Toddy get into the you know office and begin to do the fast talking. They're doing the fast talking as he's like, as this equilibrist is outside um, in the lounge balancing his uh, walking stick on a wine bottle as he's like half in the air. And then when Victoria sings, she shatters the wine bottle, which causes him to fall and smash it to the table. It's so sad. <laughs> I'm like, he's so good. That's so sad. <laughs> Cassell takes her on as Victor and they go to a nightclub they discuss that uh, she'll be able to start in six weeks and then we have like a mini montage where she practices uh, performing on stage until the actual performance in order to get booked into like different nightclubs Cassell invites a few um owners to come to see her debut well victor's debut and one of the investors i guess that comes along is king marchand who is uh like a a gangster type he's a businessman quote unquote Mm -hmm. and with him are his bodyguard squash bernstein and um, oh my gosh, um, Miss Scarlet, Red's the, um, what 
what is her name? Norma. Actually? Norma, 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 Norma. Norma. Yeah. She played, oh, by the way, if you like Clue, she's uh, Miss Scarlet or Mrs. Scarlet. <laughs> Um, and I like had a whole like when I saw her, I like had a conniption. I was like, oh my god! I don't know why I had that reaction, but I did. Um, I was like very excited about that. Um, but yes, there she is, speaking all like I want to say like a weird like a Bostony New Yorky Brooklyny type accent. I yeah. like I I don't want to like pinpoint where she's at because like I don't know. Um, it's sort of like those 1920s kind of like, oh gosh, you know, it it reminds me, when is Greece set? In the 50s. It kind of sounds like Frenchie. It's, it's maybe. A, yeah, it, it's a little Frenchie, but I think it's like the origin of Frenchie's kind of accent. Mm-hmm. So it's like back before. It's just like real extreme. Mm. But it's like those really like high pitched like sing songy like, like uh, oh I'm kind of okay, you know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, they're watching um, v- Victor as Victoria. Well, they don't Victoria know, as Victor don't as know Victoria. Vic- <laughs> yeah, they don't know it's Victor yet. They just think it's Victoria, yeah. um, and she is performing a. Uh, Le Jazz Hut. Oh, I really like the song. Da, 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 the Jazz Hut, baby. Da, 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 da. It's it's so fun. I just it it's such a good number. <laughs> There's like dancing and like the outfit and like it's just it's a very nice scene. I very much enjoy it. Oh my god, I completely skipped over it. But when um <laughs> when <laughs> When she was in the dressing room before the first performance, and she was just like, "My boobs! <laughs> if I have to strap down my boobs, oh yeah." <laughs> and I'm just like, I cosplay. I I do things on TikTok sometimes where I have to assume a more masculine form. So I chest by sometimes, and I just felt that on a deeply <laughs> personal level because after about four hours, it's just like. I am so tired of this. <laughs> so I can't imagine so you how felt long. Seen. <laughs> I felt so seen. Um, and like Norma yes, is like at the, um, at the at, at that moment is like looking between King and Victoria because King seems to be like mesmer- mesmerized. Um, absolutely. And she's just like very antsy about. It. She's like, I'm very uncomfortable. And then the performance ends and. Victoria as Victor as Victoria takes off the wig to reveal that Victoria as Victor as Victoria is actually Victoria as Victor. They don't know the Victoria bit yet um, or ever. And uh, so it's like, oh, a man. And Norma's like very relieved. She stands up and she's like, yes, standing ovation. Oh, thank God. She's like, I I knew it was a man. I knew it was a man. You can just tell. Like, you can have the panic. But, like, it's you, a woman knows. A woman always knows. And I'm like, girl, you don't. But okay. <laughs> oh, God. I, I love so much everything to do with Norma. I just, I really liked this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But... After the performance, the group uh, Norma Squash and King 
head backstage in order to meet with the star of the show. But I will say though, when Julie Andrews took, I can't do the Victor Victoria thing, when Julie Andrews <laughs> took off the wig, I was just like, that just looks like a woman with short hair. Short yeah. hair Same. to me. Same. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I guess, like, I guess it's like an it was added, really like, very... I think it's like kind of also on top of like, why would this woman take off a wig? You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like that sort of leap of logic of like, then clearly it isn't a woman. It's just an effeminate, like very feminine looking man who's just man. very good uh, at I guess looking like a woman. Women wouldn't necessarily, women of that time wouldn't necessarily have hair that short. That too. Um, or at least have it in that particular style of cut. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It works on her very much. Oh, yeah. By so. the way, Julie Andrews in suits? Fuck. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I so in lo- I'm so in love with her. Like, I just, I was, I was like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you have my number, you know? Um <laughs> But it's the three of them head backstage and King and Victoria as Victor have a conversation for the first time. King completely disbelieves the fact that Victor's, Victoria is uh, Victor. It does not believe that they are a man at all. And they have a bit of a back and forth that I guess is meant to like be like tension building and I guess it is <laughs> yeah I was like I, love... I was having a moment where I was like you know I'm pretty sure General Shang was feeling the same feelings my guy you might just be a little bit bi <laughs> just a tiny <laughs> bit bi you know you're looking at Ping and you're like I don't know man something about this man is doing something to me and that's okay it's fully okay. And he comes to that realization oh later. But I, that's all I could think about at the time. I was just like, wow, this is make a man out of you. Up Mulan. I guess that makes sense. Norma, uh, meanwhile, has a very good rapport with Toddy. Um, I mean, he's he's gay. So mm-hmm. I don't know why she thinks for a second. It just, it just further hammers home the fact that her gaydar is completely broken because she did not think he was and then immediately immediately is like I think a woman could like change your mind <laughs> Toddy's just like I think a good woman could change yours I love him yeah <laughs> so good I love the I love the writing um it's it's really funny like this movie is like actually really funny and it's, it, it I, is I, I did laugh out loud at some moments of some too. dialogue, you know. Not very I many movies too. can get that out of me. So. Not very many movies can like withstand the test of time to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie is like forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm still like, yes, relevant. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she Norma says something along the lines of, "Oh, you can like steer me away from men," and he's like, "Yep, yeah, same." 
But yes, um, the parties eventually split off. King, uh, Norma, and Squash head back to their hotel suite. Initially, why did I forget her name was actually Victoria for a second? Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not... <laughs> Victoria and Toddy um, are... Well, Victoria thinks that they're heading back to Toddy's place. But um, Toddy has moved them into uh, the hotel... Now I'm confused if it's the whole is they have the same entrance but it's like a different offshoot of the hotel where they can like see each other mm-hmm. from across the way but it's like the like, same hotel. This is so stupid but like all I could think about in that moment was Kendaichi because there's an episode where like there is like I don't know I'm pretty sure it's Kendaichi. It m- might be Conan, but I'm almost certain it's Kendaichi, where there's like a whole hotel thing and like being able to see like the other room across from you, but it's the same hotel thing. And that's all I could think about. And I'm like, why are all these cartoons (laughs) corrupting my mind at this moment? Let me watch with no commentary. But yes, they can see each um, other from across the room. Oh, well, he can see them. He can see them. They never seem to notice him on the other side but Victor Victoria rather and Tadia celebrating their success in one room whereas in the other room King is trying to come to the come to well he's not really coming to terms with anything he's still <laughs> convinced that Victoria is, is a woman uh, but Norma is trying to convince him otherwise and she's trying to get him to come to bed and eventually he does but I think he just he loses momentum. He's not actually that interested in Norma right now. I'm yeah, because like because like fully doing that rear window thing of just like staring into someone else's window and experiencing yeah. them. And I think I must. I was what I understood from this was that he, as confused as he was, as much as he was like, I mm, is it? Am I wrong? Am I right? He was still very very attracted to that person and so as mm-hmm. norma comes down like oh king i'm horny blah 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 he's like you know what <laughs> need to do something with this and then like in the middle of that all of that he was like mm, actually not you though so <laughs> um king attempts to return norma is just kind of speaking without thinking I think but King mm-hmm. retaliates by like putting soap in her mouth of all things and she flies into I a rage I don't know how that <laughs> happened like cause they don't show it cause like he comes in with the soap I'm like how how did you get it in her mouth like how <laughs> physically how <laughs> did she not see it coming <laughs> did he say here's a chocolate close your eyes like she just storms out with soap in her mouth. And I'm like, how did it happen? What did he do? How did he do it? <laughs> but yet yeah, she pretty much goes on a rampage, uh, picks up a spear, tries to run them through. And with Squash's advice, uh, King decides to send her back to America. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Victoria... And uh, Tati are still doing the club rounds. They're still um, singing. I think the next one is 
the shady dame from Seville. They go to see. Oh yes, they like King um, and the like. I can't think of what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> it's like the Spanish <laughs> one, I guess. Like the it has like very like Spanish like Carmen type yeah yeah she was out traffic stood still etc and it's like about some lady that's all I can tell you (laughs) about it it's about some lady um and there's like again nice like a, a, a big whole production of it men dancing a man comes in in like a very like toradora type outfit and they do a little dance um and yeah and then everyone's very impressed and victoria as victor does the thing with the wig and everyone's like oh yes a man <laughs> it's a very strange thing i mean i get it to an extent where it's like oh a man was convincingly playing a woman but at the same time at the same time it's just like the elation everyone feels post figuring that out because initially they're like this is a great performance it's a very good performance and then the reveal happens and they're like oh my god a gag of the century (laughs) i'm like okay (laughs) king king sneaks into um did we miss that no it happens after this so um he drops off a note at the concierge um and says to make sure that victor gets this and the concierge is putting it away and he's like uh for count grzynski and he's like yes 432 and by that way he gets the room number for victor because he didn't know it previously mm-hmm. so he goes to his room and uh makes a fake call for extra towels to be brought up to their room so that he can use the moment that the maid um enters to sneak into the room roll shady like real stalker vibes like i did not like this moment <laughs> i mean yeah um, it's very like... dodgy behavior um not gonna <laughs> lie but he's just like very fixated on like satisfying his masculinity in confirming mm-hmm. that this is a woman um at that time like that's really the highest priority for him at that moment it's just like i need to be certain of uh my straightness and it's like oh my god relax <laughs> it's, it's fully okay minor hijinks in high hijinks into when sal sal why did i say sal in squash squash uh sees him from their room through the window to the other room so he goes over to try to help his boss but he gets trapped on the balcony in the snow <laughs> I feel so bad for him. But eventually, uh, Victoria and Tati return home. And Victoria is exhausted, so she goes to take a bath. While King is hiding within the closet in the bathroom. A lot of people hide in closets in Mm -hmm. this film. And... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. But... 
she begins to take off her, her clothing and eventually we don't see her being nude but we see through his um, face that he notices that she is a woman mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. and he say he just hides and waits um, until she's thoroughly distracted putting shampoo in her hair to sneak out while squash is still trapped uh, he attempts to help him when he gets to the to the other room uh, by making a phone call to distract Tadi, but it only manages to get him under the pit um, eventually he makes his way out yeah he does not immediately act on the information that he's gained king uh I mean, the next... also, a line later kind of makes me question, like, it, it's a weird line to say if he knows at this point that Victor is actually a woman, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But we'll get there. <laughs> Fairly soon. It's, it's Chicago, Illinois right now. Chicago, Illinois. And it's very much in that accent, like Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> and all of that. And it's a very like burlesque type number with near nudity or like lingerie. <laughs> um, it's a fun very number. So. She, she, it's it's fun. She's having fun, and so I enjoy that. After her song. We see that the the person that she is performing for, uh, Sal Andre, that's where I got Sal from. Um, he is King's like partner, his business partner, and she just info dumps as that like she looks like she's so broken up about it, and then as soon as he asks, um, like, oh, uh, King. King's been uh, seen another woman and he's like she's like no another man he's like run that by me again <laughs> and she just proceeds to and I'm just like oh god Norma I swear you're gonna get him murdered or something <laughs> but Victoria is uh, or has had another successful performance I believe I'm not certain but I think uh, she and Tadi are invited to eat with um, King, not so much squash, but with King. Mm-hmm. And they have another of those conversations. Um, eventually, Victoria and King get left at the table alone. And I think um, King had said something about. Uh, it's not so much the questions she's afraid of the answers and she repeats it back to him it's just more banter between Mm -hmm. them and they agree all to go to La Bieste's the the same nightclub from the beginning I forget what it's called what is it called let me answer myself (laughs) Chez Louis (laughs) Uh, they agree to all go to Chez Louis uh, with King the performance is very nice there and 
Labia seeing an opportunity now that he has Victor in his club. He says, Maybe Victor will grace him. And I hate when people do that. I just mm-hmm. like, I'm here to sit down. Why mm-hmm. why do I have to perform right now? But uh Yeah. It's very like the with- energy of like um when you go to like a family gathering as a person who does music and they're like, Sing oh, for God. us and it's like I didn't come for that. I came here to eat your food and then leave. Like, stop. <laughs> um, but yes. Is this, this also is when we around. see the, um, the Victor Victoria thing, right? The, the Victor Victoria thing. The um, half dress, half suit thing. Right? That happens either right before or right after. Oh, yes, it does. Um, that's the performance that's happening uh when they arrive. when they enter the club because right. th- they're wearing masks on one side and like mm-hmm. half dresses half suits so when they turn one way um you might see the face of a person wearing a suit and then the other way it's the face of a person wearing a dress um yeah. it's really good i really enjoy that performance just it's the choreo is very cool uh, of like doing that duality thing Oh my god, side side note, some someone on my Spotify is listening to Driver's License. Oh my god, this song will not leave me alone. <laughs> Red lights, stop sanctuary. Still see your face. Tati and Victoria uh, get up together and they sing You and Me, which I God, they're so just I love the back and forth. I love back and forth songs like that where they just have like little ad libs in the middle of the song. Ugh. Yes, it's, they're so good. It's just they have just such great com- like comedic timing as well as chemistry. Um, so good. But anyway, the song. Yeah, and me. Or whatever, um, and then they have a little thing where, it, like, um, Toddy's like, "I'll take the harmony this time." And it's 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 very enjoyable. Like, I would have I would have had a very great time in that club as well. But then in steps hot young guy from the beginning of the movie, Richard. It's, it's the same group and they always make the same it's only four of them and yet they always manage to make such a commotion mm-hmm. when they come into a room it's so unnecessary <sighs> but in, almost immediately there's another fight <laughs> and and yep. the king gets in the way of Victoria's punch is all I'm gonna say so he, he gets to experience what that's like um but during the fight, the two of them, King and Victoria, managed to run out together. Meanwhile, Toddy is getting arrested with Squash and the rest of the people. But yes. <laughs> the two of and them and this run is off where this it. happens. The line that I'm like, but you were there in the bathroom with her. Where he like grabs her and is like, I don't care if you're a man. And then they make out. And I'm like... And I'm pretty sure she responds in like saying I'm not a man or something like that. Yeah, I'm like not she a man. she yeah. like qualifies that that statement. But I'm like, but you were in the bathroom with her. <laughs> she doesn't know that, but you were. Like, why is it? Like, just kiss her. It's fine. 
I think he I think he says that to like come across in a certain way just like I don't care what you look like I just want to be with you but then she doesn't want to lie to him so immediately she just like I'm, I'm not <laughs> it's like yeah I still don't care like you kind of harping on my vibe here but like I, I was trying to be debonair anyway um he did not need to like steal my moment um but yeah also like in like previous conversations we didn't really mention this but like previous conversations between like toddy and um victoria she mentioned like a couple times of like she finds him really hot and like would really like she did yeah so like interact with him um sexually or whatever and um they're like well anyway he thinks you're a man so never gonna happen but yeah then they're like in bed together all of a sudden yeah they are squash gets home he hears a noise which is kind of like foreshadowed by something that norma said is like i would hate if he would like bust in on us when we're sleeping together and that's exactly what happens mm-hmm. when uh he and victoria are but squash at that time doesn't know that victoria is victor well that victor is victoria so he just thinks it's victor and king in the bed and so he's like oh i'm so sorry uh boss i didn't know and he's like you've changed when uh king goes out to kind of uh calm down the situation and be like hey it's not what you think squash is just like you've given me so much confidence now to because if a man like you can come out as gay then i can too and i was just like squash right i was like oh this is cute i like this um he's like yeah i'm gay and, and it's like oh okay this is happening <laughs> and then victoria and king have an actual conversation on film about their wants and desires in a relationship and the fact that it probably won't work if they continue to want what they each want from each other and i'm just like that is great (laughs) my god in a world of miscommunication drama they're literally just sitting there for like five minutes and talking about their feelings yeah wow (laughs) yeah very good like very like great like it's just establishing that like this is what i this is what i want and like they're both being like well you can't have what you want um because uh toddy not toddy what king wants um victoria to stop doing the male as female impersonator thing um and she's like well you do business with very like dangerous people and i wouldn't like you to be doing that and like i wouldn't really be asking you to stop doing that um necessarily and they're both like well i guess it'll never work anyway let's keep doing whatever we're doing (laughs) also during this time i think there is a moment where Labies uh, goes to the club that Victoria is currently performing at and she's doing another performance of the Shady Dame from Seville 
And initially, I think Labies thought that he recognized Victoria, but he couldn't remember why. And then once she does the thing where she shatters the glass, it's like, Mm. oh, it's not him or it's not a him. It's a her. It's I know who that is. And he hires like a private eye (laughs) to go and stalk them so that he can like figure out for certain if it's her or not which is Um, also like what is your investment in this (laughs) like really except for like they cause like a commotion one time um specifically i think it's victor um um but like outside of that like there's really like why 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 do you need to know leave it alone i think it's because um well, I don't know about the commotion. I think he did the the police at the start did say that Labies's um club was gonna get shut down for a month if something like this happened again. Right. So I think his club is now like I think we're meant to infer that he's now lost a lot of business because mm-hmm. of this fight. Yeah. So if he can him. recoup some of that, um by exposing them as a fraud and maybe he plans to like blackmail them or like I don't know what he plans to do but those plans are never made clear and it doesn't even matter <laughs> it really doesn't um, let's oh also like every like few scenes or something um, Victoria and Toddy just like start singing Home on the Range <laughs> it happens like once or twice oh that is true <laughs> They're so cute. I think is the the, the amendment to the lyrics that Toddy offers. <laughs> I think, yeah. After one of the performances, I think it's the same performance of that day in Funksville, or maybe it's a different one, but they come to the conclusion King and Victoria that they kind of want to properly be together and still like they cannot resist their mutual attraction to each other Um, and they're just like all of these thoughts are petty let's kind of just like be together for right now I think King gets into a fight with a a a middleweight boxer or something and it just like opens his eyes (laughs) a little bit um but yeah, they're like kind of like a DL gay couple kind of thing, and like she wants to go dancing, and like like she wants like a real. We skipped relationship. over Crazy World. Pardon? We skipped over Crazy World during this whole uh, download thing. Um, Crazy World. So after um, it's it's kind of just like an in between song. So after the fight, after they decide to be together, it's the one where she throws a rose into the crowd and King catches it. But he's like, why would you? I don't want people to see (laughs) that you threw a rose at me. (laughs) Crazy world. Every day there's something in the roller coaster ride. I've got my pride. I won't give in, etc. 
we begin to see the two of them, uh, Victoria and King, spending time together. Their interests are very different. Victoria wants sees opera. I think they go to see. Oh my God! Yes, Madame and Butterfly. It's, it's, I love it because like Victoria is having a moment. <laughs> She is, she is so immersed and crying, and it is, it's, yeah. And King is just like I, I don't know. (laughs) I'm very. I mean, if if it, if it is Madame Butterfly, then it is a very emotional and moving stuff because the whole Pinkerton and Butterfly story so I can understand why Victoria is having a moment then again I don't know if it's specifically Madame Butterfly I just see that it's Japanese on stage so (laughs) King on the other hand takes Victoria boxing to to the boxing she gets blood on her face from the like it's a whole thing Mm. she is this is not this is entirely King's sport but like they're trying, I suppose. And Victoria, meanwhile, the inspector, the the private investigator, is still like looking around their lives. Um, as King and Victoria are just sitting down to dinner one evening, and Victoria says that she wants to go dancing, so they go to what looks like an all men's club. Yeah. It looks um, like a, like a game it's club. so claustrophobic. Yeah, in there. I know, right? My God, there's so many They're people. So close How together. do you dance? You can you can barely sway. <laughs> it, yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've also been in clubs that are that packed before. So can't do it. I mean, it sucks, right? But like, if you're intoxicated enough or into whatever song's happening it's fine but like if you're very like conscious of what's going on if you can feel the bodies and you're like very conscious of that it can be an awful experience mm-hmm. not even in the times before covid would i ever dream <laughs> of being <laughs> so close to other people yeah illogical still uh king is really just really not feeling this whole vibe and situation um, he has Squash take Victoria home um, where she says that I only wanted to go dancing and Squash is like well I guess the issue is that he doesn't really want to dance uh, with another man and it's like I guess the issue is that I'm not a man and it's just like yeah maybe that's it <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if this is happened like this has been revealed before but squash and toddy are having a thing um that is i did not say anything about that but yes they're like (laughs) they're having a thing so like we have like a cute little uh double couple thing going on um yeah they're just like hanging out together and you know being with each other in bed and stuff and stuff you know things people do when they're in things there's a really random scene that happens where King goes into like a bar and there's like a fight for no reason. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't I don't fully remember why that happens. I think he's just uh, like in a mood. I guess so. And is just like I want combat. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I want to combat with their differences now in place 
they can kind of see that Victor, Victoria rather, and King are not going to like really work. Victoria's kind of at a, she's at a photo shoot as Victor, and they're trying to get her to be less morose about the whole thing, and she just tells the photographer to go suck eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Sal has come to Paris and takes King to where his hotel is where Norma is as well and they're kind of being held there Squash goes to tell Victoria and Toddy what's happening and they go to see the inspector is hiding in the closet in the bathroom the private investigator he's in there and he overhears finally the fact that Victor is Victoria and is a woman pretending to be a man um he also gets his finger crushed mm-hmm. in the closet can't say he didn't deserve it mm-hmm. so when because so he, he was also in the he was in the bathroom cupboard right closet yeah uh, please stop trying to see <laughs> this person's genitalia it's very weird it's real it's really like invasive like all of them genuinely but Victoria and Toddy and Squash go to where Sal is keeping uh, I say keeping he's not like kidnapped they're sitting on <laughs> plush couches having like a conversation yes. <laughs> Sal is just like this is unacceptable I want you to hand over your shares of the business to me um so when Victoria comes in and kisses uh, King, Sal is immediately like uncomfortable visibly. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck, man? But I mean, he doesn't say that, but like, <laughs> that is the energy um, that he exudes. It really is. And then Norma is just like, uh, whatever. And then <laughs> Victoria takes Norma into the other room and is like, I have something to show you. And like pushes her in. She falls. And then proceeds without explaining anything. anything. To start taking clothes off. Yes. <laughs> and, and Norma like, is rightfully so very horrified with what's happening right now. But then somewhere in the middle of it, she's like, actually, what it's worth. You know what? I'm into it now. <laughs> But then, obviously, she finds out that Victor is Victoria, and she freaks out, and she's like, you two-timing son of a bitch, or something like that. That is um, what she says. (laughs) Yeah, when she comes out. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So, it's now, I think, uh, the last show at the club. Uh, Victoria has decided this is going to be her last show as Victor, and she doesn't want to be this anymore um Cassell who we have not mentioned in a little while is uh coming in uh to congratulate them initially unaware but there's a knock at the door and there is an inspector that has come to see Victoria because Labies has um made a complaint that uh Victoria is not who Victor is not who he says he is and I guess they're gonna arrest them I don't know what the plan yeah, is I, again I was, like, I was kind of curious I was like 
was it fraud? Is that the crime? I guess so. It's, like it's wild, you know? I don't know. I feel like if people got to enjoy a show, they enjoyed themselves regardless of the gender of the person who's performing. So it's really strange to me that the police can be called <laughs> the legitimate cause. Yeah. Because to be like, yeah, absolutely. yes, this man is actually a woman. Let us arrest her. <laughs> what? They seem to have come up with a plan quite quickly because... And we find out later what the plan was. Mm-hmm. But the inspector goes in. And then when he comes out, he's like, you're an idiot to la biaise. When the inspector went in, he saw the person mm-hmm. inside from the waist down. And it was clearly a man. So um, he said it was, pro- it was either a man or the greatest disguise he's ever seen. Meanwhile, Victoria, now dressed as herself but like an expensive version like compared to the initial she now has money so (laughs) she comes down through the audience way and Mm. goes to sit with squash and king which are really names like when i think about it now but she goes to sit with squash and king in the front row and they're surprised to see her there next to them um not on stage but she just silences them and the announcer comes out and announces that Victoria mm-hmm. is going to perform and we see that it is in fact Toddy dressed as Victoria dressed as Victor dressed as Victoria um, in the same outfit as the Shady Dame mm-hmm. from Seville and he does the performance and it's a mess it's a whole time i belly laughed it's so funny <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it just it just looks like he's having fun up there at the same like i don't know but um yeah no it's it's a complete mess and uh then the movie ends Basically, yeah. And then it's just like, cute. <laughs> now what? I mean, because, okay, a little bit realistically, this relationship, as much as they love each other, they do not share a single interest. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what this relationship will look like past this moment, but cute. So, on to the ratings. First up, we have music and choreography. There's not a whole uh, lot of music. There's seven songs. Um, I liked all of them. (laughs) So there's not a whole lot to complain about in regards to that. I'm pretty sure in the Broadway musical version, there's a lot more songs. Mm -hmm. And maybe that will be like a good comparison for later. Yeah, there's... 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 songs in the musical. So, but yeah, I, I enjoyed all of the songs. I really enjoyed uh, Victoria's entrance song. I am not so much a fan of Crazy World, but it's like the only like real slow ballady one in the thing. So, of course, that's not like the one that I am mm-hmm. such a fan of. 
So, as for choreo, I I kind of wish I saw more of it because the bits of choreo that I saw in like the Shady Dame from Seville and the hot jazz, the jazz hot rather, were really good. <laughs> like I really. Like you could tell, like they're all like proper performers, like proper stage performance. Even the Chicago, Illinois, it was like five performances, and it just felt so full. I did not know that Miss um, Scarlet could mm-hmm. kick in this way, but you know, it's it's real like it's real entertaining. So I'll give it. Also, Dame Julie Andrews. I forgot that she's a dame. You know, like yeah, she I is. I didn't know that she was until I like was i don't i don't remember what it was that i was looking at um but yeah like i found that out like two days ago (laughs) but yeah her voice is just spectacular honestly no qualms with the whole thing so i'll give it four four shattered wine glasses all right feel like that's right I really did enjoy the songs and choreo for this. Um, all the numbers of all the like the dancing, so good. The jazz hot and Lady from Seville and um, the one half dress half suit number that was a really cool one. I think yeah, all the choreo was a really really fun time. The songs are a good time. Like I said, the jazz hot being a bop, Lady from Seville being also a bop. Paris is also a bop, you know, bop, bop, bops upon bops, you know, <laughs> a bop, bop. Um, but, you know, outside of these bangers, I completely forgot that um, Crazy World was a thing. Like, I did, I did not remember <laughs> that it happened at all until we, until you were like, yes, Crazy World. And I was like, hmm, who? Um, but outside of that, I, I really, really enjoyed a lot of the songs and choreo, so I'm going to give it four shattered glass. Next is story. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed uh, seeing the the sides of Victoria's coming up and Toddy's coming up, how they became like real fast friends, mm-hmm. and like King's, King's whole part of it... Um, their relationship aspect like I know I just came from Mary Poppins and I was real interested in a relationship between <laughs> but between Mary and and, and, and thing mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> I just I I did not hate the relationship in here I liked that they had their own interests like their lives did not solely stopped to revolve around each other when they met each other and they had an actual conversation about Mm -hmm. that it was just real good for me so uh i would say for story hmm, i'll give like a 4.25 out of five cockroaches Mm -hmm. um yeah, so the story is a fun is is a pretty good one. I I enjoyed watching the shenanigans, the nonsense that happened. Um, it's a good time. I think it slowed down a little bit for me once it like started focusing on the romance a bit more. But I guess <laughs> the sort of 
still investment in the idea of like is this man a woman or not or like having to keep up the facade kind of still kept it um let not too like heavy on the romance uh which is great i guess um i did find it so strange that like two times in the story men who suspected this man of being a woman decided to invade someone else's privacy for that for that like like and you know and it was a woman so it was like you you already suspected that and it's just like a really creeper thing anyways outside of the story outside of that though the story is pretty good for me um i'm gonna give it four cockroaches okay and now finally overall enjoyment i really like this movie i was so like i kept going back and forth doing things because i was watching it in the morning but i kept coming back to it and i felt really like a part of what i really wanted to be a part of this little world that they were creating i just felt i felt so in love with the relationship between victoria and toddy like it's me the platonic non-romantic relationship is the best Mm. part of the movie for me (laughs) rather than the actual like romantic bit I swear to god but I don't know I really enjoyed watching them and it was so funny and I mentioned it before but I will say Mm. it again like sometimes jokes just don't stand the test of time like sometimes they're made like in the time period that they are they don't translate forward and the fact that this could still make you laugh without anyone being like punched down at without anyone being like made an ass of that 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 you wouldn't necessarily do in this time it just really speaks to the kind of humor that they're portraying in the film. Like, I don't know if I'm making sense, but mm. I just I, I just really enjoyed that they managed to make a wholesome movie, wholesome, quote unquote, like there are half naked people, but like, it's still fairly, I wouldn't show it to the, maybe like the entire family, but like maybe if you're like 15 and up, then <laughs> you could all like share and watch Victor Victoria. Um, so I'll give it for overall enjoyment, four point two five bars of soap. Well, obviously I enjoyed it. I think you can always tell when I enjoy one of these because um, I'll I'll be a lot more animated. I mean, sometimes even when I find stuff okay, I am I can be animated for like. I, I don't know. I feel like you can tell uh, which movies I like and which ones I don't by listening to just how we talk about them prior to the ratings part. Um, but yeah, fun time, fun story, fun characters, a lot of great chemistry, got a lot of great like lines and dialogue, um, fun songs, all of it just as a package was a very enjoyable piece of media, especially for a movie that I just like, didn't really hear about at all, you know, outside of that one reference of the um, dress suit thing. Like, you know, for a movie from the 80s, that's like 
pretty good. I don't know why I've heard of, I haven't heard of it more. Why more people aren't talking about it? I don't know. Anyways, um, all that being said, I have floors across the board. Four bars of soap here. These are our obsessions. If you do mention things we just love or kind of just like. So strap in, <laughs> we've got something you'll want to hear. Some fun theater nerd stuff to be clear. That's it. <laughs> you did well. Oh my god, thank you. I worked so hard. <laughs> All right, so I have two obsessions to be exact. Uh, I'm going to start with there is a musical called um, Islanders. It is very, very good. I listened to it multiple times um, <laughs> since I heard of it. Um, and it's like uh, basically like, okay, I found a description, a better description of like this, the musical I was talking about. Ooh, not going to say that name because I don't know how to say it. Um, but someone stares out to sea and dreams of a new life beyond her lonely island. Myth and reality collide when the tide washes a mysterious stranger onto her beach, changing her life forever. Epic storytelling, in intimately staged with a contemporary Scottish folk-inspired score. The two-hander cast of Christy Findlay and Bethany Tenick perform a whole host of characters while weaving, building, and layering their voices using looping technology to create an expansive ethereal soundscape. It's really cool and it's really interesting and I think you should really listen to it. It's like 10 songs, I think. You'll whiz by them. You won't even realize it's over. You'll be like, what? <laughs> and then you'll listen to it again, like I did. Um, <laughs> and then my second obsession, um, as you know, avid TikTok user, and uh, the recent TikTok thing that has um, consumed my brain is obviously Abigail, I want to say her surname is Barlow, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, she is writing a Bridgerton musical, I guess, God. with uh, a friend or someone. And um, obviously, if you're a TikTok user, uh, like I am, <laughs> you've heard mm -hmm. every person on the app sing um, I Burn For You. Here's the thing, I've never seen Bridgerton. <laughs> I have a couple friends who mm -hmm. talk about it a lot, but I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. I'm just like, hmm, that's cute. Um, I will watch it eventually, but my only <laughs> experience of it as of right now is Abigail's songs. Um, but yeah, like it's still, it's, it's a song that gets stuck in my head too. I burn for you. It's just like, you know, you're doing nothing and all of a sudden in your brain, you're like, if this is what you call a honeymoon, pacing in our separate rooms, running from our elaborate rooms with you. It's a, it's a, it's a good song. It is a good. She writes really good songs, like pop songs as well. I really enjoy her pop songs as well. So, anyway, those are my obsessions. <laughs> what is yours? Uh, so that was gonna be the main one, but 
I will say I do kind of have something, but it only just started today, so happenstance. But I've been feeling very vampiric as of this month, and that has been reflected in some of the things I've been doing. So I started to watch Van Helsing. Not Van Helsing. That's that's a lie. Castlevania. I started to watch Castlevania on Netflix. I have not finished. And I was like, oh, you know, it'd be kind of cool if, like, Castlevania was a musical kind of thing. So there's Dracula the musical. This is what I'm getting at. Dracula the musical. (laughs) (laughs) Dracula the musical was a concept from 2001, I think, that became a full... uh, play musical by 2011 and they've had additions to the story that was on the Broadway uh, like they've introduced new songs in a 2014 Swedish version that was again uh, performed as a 2014 soul version by uh, with K-pop singer Kim Junsu. This is how I knew about Dracula the Musical initially. I have rediscovered it. But but the point is there's never been an official recording with the new songs added by an English cast. And I I desperately require that. So (laughs) I know that the people who are our demographic don't necessarily have connections with people who do the thing but I really need like some kind of cast recording of the new songs in the Dracula musical please (laughs) that is the current obsession because there is a song called It's Over where Van Helsing and Dracula yell at each other for at least three minutes and I need Mm. to hear it in English properly thank you (laughs) good night (laughs) Love it. Okay. Um, All right. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at TMMTMM Podcast. We haven't posted anything on TikTok yet, so just you wait. Um, You can follow us on Tumblr at tellmemoretellmemorepodcast.tumblr.com. There, I might be repurposing it to sort of just be about our obsessions. So, like, that would be our one-stop shop for the obsessions so you can just see what we've been obsessed about. You can become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash podcast. It's $1 for access to bonus episodes and $3 for access to, like, some commentary stuff that we are planning on doing very, very soon. Um, we'll let you know when it does happen though when it's all up and stuff so um, you can also on our Spotify follow what songs we like um, in our playlists if you look for TMM TMM podcast the profile and not the podcast uh, you will find there are four playlists one for each year of the podcast's existence um and so all the songs that we've covered in those years are in those playlists so you can find us there as well you can email us at tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail.com 
about anything theater related, musical related, musical theater related, whatever you feel like, I guess. Um, yeah, that's soundwaretalkingwithpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us on January. We're winding this down now and we'll be starting a new month of a new person of focus. Yes. And the clue here is <laughs> Thank you for listening to us all the way to the end. I have been your host, Leah. And I've been your host, Adicia. And this has been Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>